What's up, podcast populace? And welcome to another episode of the Brain Trust Countdown, where three best friends talk about all sorts of nonsense and try to make you laugh and try not to make you cry. But here we go. Joining me as always, I've got my two digital co-hosts to my digital left, the man named Alan. Alan, say what's up to the people. What's going on, everybody? To my digital right, I've got the myth named AP. AP, tell them how you're feeling. What's good, everybody? I'm feeling real nice because I got some saffron tea. This is going to be a chill episode. Let go. Already in with the saffron tea. Can't complain. And to my digital other right, for the first time in Brain Trust Countdown history, I'd like to introduce our guest host, Lloyd. Lloyd is a multifaceted human with a webcomic to his name, Thinking Out Lloyd, and music to his name, Art of Quezzy. Lloyd, say what's good to the people. Hello, hello, everyone. Uh, I must say I'm honored to be here. I didn't know I was the first guest, but, you know, this is a big deal for me. Um, happy to be here. Hello, everyone. We actually didn't want to tell you until we were live because we wanted you <laughs> to feel genuine that. reaction. <laughs> we wanted that intense pressure radiating yeah. off of you yeah, over yeah, the airwaves. Yeah. I, I hope I kept it cool, you know. <laughs> <laughs> How could you have two digital rights? I'm so confused. It's the, it, if you go right and then you make another right, that's, that's a left, two bro. Right. <laughs> no, no, listen, when it's digital, anything is possible. <laughs> We're basically like the Zoom Brady Bunch. We got this. Don't worry about it. But only exactly. more yeah. colored. Yeah. Color Highly yeah. more urbanized. I mean, <laughs> yeah. a lot yeah. more representation here. The, the Brady Man's. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Brady yeah, man's no. write that down, put it on a t-shirt. I'm, I'm in. Man. I, I'd, I'd watch doing it. Show. <laughs> Honestly, though, if we can get Wayne Brady on this, then I'm in. Honestly, I, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> what is Wayne Brady doing in 2020? Uh, AP, you sound very say? confident about that. I'm a confident person. I feel like Wayne Brady would enjoy us. I, that's what I, and I, it seems as though he takes on projects that like he resonates with. I think he would resonate with us because we're hilarious and really good people. So Wayne Brady, if you're out there listening to this somehow, we want you on the show too, please. Come on. <laughs> Drew Carey though, you can stay on your own though. Yeah, we're not interested chill. in you, Drew Carey. We're saying no to Drew Carey. <laughs> Whoa, what? Yeah. I, I'm what? Cool what? Not- Am I missing something? Listen, yeah, Drew Carey got boring. <laughs> Drew Carey got boring. He started to host The Price is Right and he got boring. But if he was still whose line is it anyway, Drew Carey, I'm in. Price is Right, Drew Carey can stay home. I but gotta say, that might be like because of the world that he's in. It might not be his choice. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm they, saying, listen, <laughs> if he's done the uh, whose line is it anyway, he, ha- he has it in him. You know, it's there. Discount the man for one bad choice. Yeah, listen, like I'm open minded. If he wants to come on and prove me wrong, I'm I will invite him, but I will be surly off the bat. Bro, do you throw do you throw out Naruto every time he gets knocked down? No, because we know he's gonna get up and hit some hit somebody with a Rasengan. Case closed. Wow, we are uh, maybe four minutes in, and we've talked about Naruto, Drew Carey, and The Price Is Right. That's so, what you get with us. <laughs> Whoever's still listening, I'm very excited for you to hear the rest of this episode because today we're taking it back and we're talking about 90s cartoons. More specifically, the absolute hands down best 90s cartoons ever made. Coming at you after the break. Well, I suppose we should begin. 
Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brain Trust Countdown. Three, two, one. Here we go. All right, everybody. So we're doing it a little bit different today. We're going to be telling you what our absolute favorite, hands down, 90s, I said that backwards, 90s cartoons are. Now, as you, already, as you already know from listening to the podcast, there's three of us. Now there's four of us. That's just not going to work. I don't think that's going to work format-wise. So what we're going to do a little bit different this week is three of us are going to tell us our picks, and one of us is going to moderate and just talk trash. They're not even going to pick. They're just going to participate. And that person today is Alan. Alan, how are you feeling about that? Boom! This is probably going to be the best day of my life because I don't have to hear the three of you shit talk my picks. I get to shit talk all three of yours. So. If it makes you feel any better, we'll find a way. Just so nope. you know. <laughs> nope. We'll find Erroneous. a way to do it. Erroneous, yeah, I'm, sir. I'm completely not worried about that. So, gentlemen, where did this idea come from? How did we land on this topic? Well, it turns out somebody here slid into our DMs and suggested this topic. So really, it's on him to defend whatever he considers the best cartoons because he talked a lot of trash and now he gets the, gets the answer for it. So you come on, you get to be a guest, you get to participate. But on the other side of things, you got to make sure you know what you're talking about. And we're going to make sure you know what you're talking about. I'm not scared. We're going full bone say. crusher. We're going full <laughs> bone crusher on this I ain't one. never scared. Yeah, no, That's honestly. It. But here, here's my question real quick. Um, do these cartoons have to be strictly in the 90s? Or can they be right at the border of like the 90s and 2000s or the 90s and 80s? You know what? For you, I'm going to allow late, late 80s. And we'll fact check you to make sure it's accurate. So extremely <laughs> late 80s or extremely early aughts. But the bulk of these cartoons need to exist in the 90s. It needs to have aired for the majority of its seasons in the 90s. Early aughts? I, that's what I'm saying. Every time he says it, I get it. I get it's accurate. But you're not British, bro. You're not oh English, bro. God. You're from Canada. You're from the Toronto, Ontario. Aughts. I hated it yeah, so much. Listen, I, I didn't even know what it meant, but I just, you know, wanted to keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. You're a better person than us. We yeah. don't ignore him. You we don't come, come to someone's house and this their food, right? <laughs> Accurate. Correct. I'm with that. Yeah. But it's good. Thank you for that question, actually, because I wanted to clarify. I actually changed up some of my picks so they didn't fall over the 80s range, but that's okay. I'm going to stick with them. I think I'm okay with them as they are. Now, a disclaimer to everyone listening out there. I don't think these are the best cartoons. My three, I don't think they're the best cartoons out there, but they're the ones that I enjoyed the most, and I can at least defend that. So <laughs> I don't want to hear it, see anything in the DMs with your nonsense, you bullshit. Long story that. short, he's done this wrong. <laughs> I did not do it wrong. I think it, I think these are fantastic. I love my picks, but just other people might not. That's okay. okay. That's what we're about. Conversation. Well, you know what, AP? It sounds like you've already uh, you've got something in mind. So why don't you hit us with your number three? He's got one in the chamber. Perfect. Yeah. Before I drop it down, I have a question for everybody. When does pork chops and mayonnaise mix? I swear to God, do not. That's say this right, show. everybody. <laughs> My number three is Doug. 
<laughs> what is Doug, you ask? Well, it's a little cartoon from 1991. It's, it's almost like an animated Boy Meets World, as far as I'm concerned. It's about a young kid trying to find his way in the world. He starts a band. He meets friends. He deals with a bully and befriends him later. He has a best friend named Skeeter and a dog named Porkchop. And every night, he comes home and writes in his journal about what he went through that day. I resonated with that kid. He was great. Doug Funny, you are my number three. Come for me. I hate this pick so much. And I don't hate it because I've never seen the show. I was actually a big, I think it came on in one of YTV's after school blocks. So I was a big YTV aficionado, um, as will be evidenced by my actual <laughs> good picks later. aficionado, okay. Aficionado. But I will say, Doug, when you, if you were to watch Doug now, it would not hold any of the emotional weight that I think you're suggesting it held back in the day. Doug, I think, is a trash pick because it doesn't stand the test of time. Doug Funny? What an awful name. But it's not, I'll tell you something, it's not just about the content. Let's remember the sound effects they used. Every, nothing was played. Everything was just mouth music. They don't <laughs> do that shit anymore. Fantastic. <laughs> That, that, go it's online, true. watch a clip of Doug, and tell me if anything has been like that since. The answer is no. It's true. It's a. It's essentially an acapella foley artist, yeah, which I right. can. Yeah, <laughs> I I can only respect the acapella foley artist. In the same light, I will applaud AP's choice because it has probably the most catchiest theme song in the history of TV. Yes, it does. That was but the only good thing about Doug. Okay, bro, I will. Bro. I, <laughs> I will also say that it's um, it's a cheap shot geared towards me because AP knows how much I love Boy Meets World, and he <laughs> skewed my opinion towards the favorable side the second he said, "Oh, it's an animated Boy Meets World." Alan has to like not it. wrong. You know what? I hate you for being right, so yeah. I will begrudgingly <laughs> accept this answer. Thank you, sir. What do you think, but Lloyd? Lloyd so, tell us so, how you feel. Um, I'll, I'll say this. Um, Growing up in Ghana, I never heard of Doug. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't tell us you grew up in Ghana before we chose this. So, so I only I can only say that Doug is trash. Honestly, (laughs) (laughs) much like what people do when they don't know anything about anything, trash it. But the things I heard basically tell me that you're trying to make excuses for a low budget production. And, and Yo, everything was low budget in the 90s. <laughs> there was like not the ones I watched. No budget. They not, had 18 bucks per episode, dude. Not the things I watched. And okay, I didn't grow up entirely in Ghana. My experience is kind of a half and half. So you know, okay. I'm bringing I'm bringing a global perspective. If you, if you, if you. <laughs> Lloyd, would Doug have, from the sounds of it, would Doug have made it to the big leagues in Ghana? No, yes no, they no? didn't. Listen, only the top tier stuff made it down there. Uh, okay, <laughs> and, and Doug didn't. So, I mean, well, I'm interested to hear what that is, Lloyd, because you know I you're next. Up. I can't, I can't co-sign it. I can't co-sign. It. <laughs> I'm so what do you got for classics. number three, bro? What do you I'm got? What's your number three? Classics, man. Um, my 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 number three, you know, is more of like a, a socially conscious one. <clears throat> um, Captain Planet. Sorry. Captain Planet is like you know you could just you could tell from a- like Anthony's reaction it's a masterpiece <laughs> right it was the first in it was a cartoon from what 1990 and it was the mm-hmm. first one of its kind in my opinion to be like a global like inclusive thing 
You got a guy from Africa, Kwame, specifically from Ghana. Shout out to Ghana. He was from Ghana. Shout out to Ghana. You got a hothead American guy, European yep. girl, Wheeler. Asian yep. girl, Wheeler. Marty yep. from South America. You know, it's that's, like that's my dude. It's a, it's a global thing. It's a global movement. You can't, you can't, you can't hate on Captain America. I'm just saying. Planet, okay. but yes, thousand percent with you. Yeah, pla- <laughs> <laughs> Captain Planet. <laughs> Captain you know something. What? It's true. You can't hate on Captain Planet or Captain America. So let's just go ahead and move on. <laughs> <laughs> I would I, honestly, I would never dream of hating on Captain Planet. I even bought the video game, and that video game is trash. It's but I played good. it eight or nine times over. It is abysmal. But I did love it. The only problem I had with Captain Planet, honestly, is that they ended it too soon. There was so much more Captain Planet could have done nice. around the world. And it was just kind of like they dropped it. I guess pollution was taken down to zero. We didn't need to do anything about it anymore. I don't know. <laughs> now, nah, I got news for you, bro. Pollution won. <laughs> pollution won and the Planeteers are dead. Uh, honestly, they need to bring it back because okay. it's very relevant right now. I'd so this it. is why I'm I'm so excited for this pick, Lloyd, for so many reasons. But let's just move past reason, it then. How about we just move past it then? Right? We should. We're all in agreement that so we're just going to move past this. You're a bad oh. moderator. You're a bad moderator and a bad best friend. <laughs> I want to hear what he has to say. What do you have to say? <laughs> Captain Planet was actually my number three as well. I wanted to shout that. What? I said for. We don't do this often on this show, but we actually have a repeat pick in the same level of the countdown which is rare sometimes one of us outranks the other not the case here captain planet was my number three love everything about the show love the planeteers love that they have to combine their abilities to form captain planet love that he's time boxed so if he doesn't complete his mission in the x time back into the rings it's over it's over (laughs) and then it's just five teenagers fighting corporate greed and like <laughs> next level pollution. <laughs> yeah, Pretty yeah, sure yeah. one of their bad guys was a rat guy. That guy was a mutant. Yeah, that was Hoggish <laughs> Gre- That was Hoggish Greedly, bro. <laughs> oh, no, that was, there was that guy too, but there oh, there was another dude who was a rat. Anyway. Okay. And and can I just say the, the villains had fantastic names. Right? True. Dr. Blythe? Oh Dr. Blythe. What? Captain <laughs> Pollution? Yo. The show was a masterpiece, top down. There's no way, there's no other way to look at it. Did anybody yeah. see the live action Captain Planet on Funnier or Don Die? Cheadle. Yes, Don, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle as was very Captain great. Planet was very fantastic. Great. Yeah. He's a surly Captain Planet. If you guys haven't seen it, for those of you in the world of the internet, we're going to post this pic to our socials. Feel free to check it out. But this <laughs> is the most hilarious thing that you might see today. Don Cheadle as Captain Planet. Nothing but love. And it's a long series too. I think there's like six episodes or something. Mm-hmm. Six yeah, short yeah. He just kept yeah. Don Cheadle just kept saying yes, which is by far <laughs> the funniest part of that whole thing. Don Cheadle was just like, "Sure, I'll do it again." Don yeah, Cheadle, you are you have a forever invite to come on the show and talk about whatever the hell you want, without a doubt. We, you could pick a topic. You could tell the rest of us to shut up. We'll just listen to you for forty minutes. I'm fine. Yeah, I think you would love that. <laughs> um, I don't talk about my dreams much on this show, and this is going to be the reason. But okay, dreams <laughs> because you guys will mock me. But I have long dreamt of being a writer for television. It's something oh, that I quietly oh. always thought I would be very good at, and I have long dreamt of relaunching Captain Planet for a modern twenty twenty. Well, 
let's say up to 2020 audience. So I think the show has legs. I think it could definitely come back. I think we've never faced threats of this magnitude. And the only one that can get us out of the situation is Captain Planet himself. So that's I think the villain would have to be Jeff Bezos or else I'm not watching. (laughs) Not Bezos. I'm not watching. No, he's D's. I'm sure he could give a, (laughs) you give Captain Planet a run for his money. I think so. (laughs) Well, I guess, I guess I'll, I'll throw out my number two then because apparently it's going to be, I say something, you guys shit on it. And then you two agree. (laughs) So that's cool. We can keep doing it like that. But the good thing though, I will say is now that we've had a little bit of clarification of the time frame we have, now I get to instate my original number two. Mm. Now my original number two, much like Captain Planet and the Planeteers, were about bringing a team together and was about their common goal to fight evil. So my number two was cops. Now, if anybody remembers (laughs) what cops was, it was a bunch of, honestly, cops, and they fought evil. Their chief was bulletproof. He was a black dude. He was awesome. And then they would fight the big boss who did that whole, like, we'll get you next time, she. He did that shit. And I will never... Forget it. I enjoyed it every time it came on. The problem with it is that it didn't come on every week. So some weeks it would come on, some weeks it didn't come on. And when that shit happened, it was just like you caught it when you could. So there was always that anticipation to watch it. But every time I caught it, I enjoyed it. And that would be my number two, sirs. Uh, Cops is great. The only thing I remember from Cops is one of the soldiers in the brigade was named Longarm. And yep. all he was, he was the long arm of the law and had essentially had a, like a, like a giant handcuff that was essentially like the, uh, like the, the claw machine in, mm-hmm. uh, in Toy Story, but it was fantastic and, uh, Fire it. Yeah. <laughs> you just fired at people. Yeah. I mean, one of the soldiers in the brigade's name was Brigade. Like, I like, I loved everything. They had a, they, their villains were Nightshade, Dr. Bad Vibes. Like, I loved every, Turbo Tone. <laughs> like, let's go. Dr. Bad Vibes. Let's go. Everything yeah. about it was great. Strong sense For of anyone- justice over here. For anyone out there who hasn't seen this show, it is basically just pun and or terrible reference city in cartoon character form. So there Love was it. Bulletproof, there was Long Arm, yep. there was Sundown, there was yeah, Highway. <laughs> there was Highway, who was just a California Highway Patrol officer. That's not even a cool nickname. It sounded uh, cool and, to me when I was a kid. And COPS itself was an acronym for Central Organization of mm-hmm. Police Specialists. Why you would need to make that an acronym? I don't know. I don't know anybody that's never heard of cops as a nickname for police officers, but apparently children. Children yeah. need There were specialists at being police, bro. You had to tell people. <laughs> All right. So, that's enough from both of you. I want to hear from so, Lloyd. So, yeah. okay. I, um, contrary to what AP might think, I'm not actually going to, you know, shit on cops. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because anything punny and anything on the nose, that's my shit. And, you know, <laughs> shout out Thinking Out Lloyd, puns for days. Thinking Out Lloyd, follow it, anyway, follow it. So, um, yeah, no, I, 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 I no, Cops is, 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 is right up my alley. It's not With on that. my top three per se, but I respect it. I also respect how every single man in the show looks the same with just a different <laughs> color. <laughs> 
<laughs> same jaw. They're all very like they're all crazy built. <laughs> Everybody is super super angular. It's just yeah. hard yeah. right turns and shading and eight pack of abs. Yeah, I know. Shout power. out to long arm though. That name. <laughs> long arm on the lot. You can't beat that. Try and beat that. I want. I wish I was like in the meeting when they were thinking the names and like, okay, long arm of the law. Let's call him long arm. Okay, what will his power be? Well, he'll have a long arm. And it's like, give this guy a raise. Give him a raise. That, man. First time's over. Approved. Next, <laughs> Lloyd. Why don't you tell us what your number two is, sir? So yeah, the number two pick was a, a tough choice, but eventually I decided to go with one that is just outside of the '90s in the early aughts. As um, Anthony Damn would it. say, don't give that to him. Don't I give hate that this so much. I hate it so much. But my number two pick is also Orlando Brown's greatest achievement. Um, and no, I'm not talking about that. So Raven, I'm talking about Disney's <laughs> Fillmore. Fillmore can't go wrong. He's he was a G, and that's it. Just that it disco, and you know what's up. I I personally loved it. Um, I don't think you guys can say anything about it. Uh, and if you do, you're a chump because, you know, <laughs> because you know it's a lie. So let's hear it. All right. So the thing with Fillmore is I actually can't be mad at it even a little bit. It might be one of the best procedurals in television history, but it was an animated show for children. It wasn't, it wasn't meant to necessarily like appeal to an adult audience, but by the time I discovered Fillmore, I was probably getting creeping closer to a teenager and everything about it was super well done. So I, I actually have nothing bad to say, which infuriates me because I really wanted to make you feel bad about your choices. I will say it's not anywhere nearly as good as my number two, but as far as like the actual content of Fillmore, Fantastic show. And also Orlando Brown, hilarious. I did not know he did the voice of Phil. Yo, yo, you know what? You know what? Okay, do you guys remember uh, The Chicken Was Dry? Yeah, of course. <laughs> the Chicken Was Dry. Bro, you didn't need to, he didn't need to hit the extra punch to the gut, bro. He was, uh, a, he was already cuffing her, dude. <laughs> that's why Fillmore's a G. He just, he just had to put that extra in there. Exactly. Like Petty, King Petty. That's it. I like uh, I, no. I like this pick too, bro. Like honestly, I again I have nothing to say bad about it. Fillmore was great. At, same thing. Anytime it was on, I would make sure I watched it. I always wanted to find somebody who would ride for me, like Ingrid Third rode mm. for friggin' Fillmore. She was she was at his back. Didn't matter what was going on, she was there. So if he got into a tricky situation, she was there too. If if somebody out there could be a friend like Ingrid Third, hit me up on the Bracers Countdown partner. on Instagram. Perfect yeah. partner. Ingrid, Ingrid, the original ride or die. Yeah. Yes, sir. Fine with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I have no problems. But I mean, if Thomas, if you're so, you know, hell bent on crushing his pick with your number two, why don't you let us know what you got so we can roast it and make you feel bad about it, mate? I'd like to see you try. So All right. my number two. <clears throat> I guess one could technically not classify as a cartoon. Oh, here we go. But it was animated. We've already lost it. We've already lost it. It was animated in a way. It was brilliant before its time. It definitely set me off on a trajectory to make multiple life choices, including the career I eventually landed in. I'm talking the original 
3D modeled television show reboot. Bob dot megabyte hexadecimal hack and slash Enzo. Mike, you could go on and on and on about those stellar characters in this show. But what drew me back to reboot and what drew everybody back to reboot is that no matter what you were doing in mainframe, no matter what you had going on, a game dropped in front of you, you had to deal with that situation. That show taught me about prioritizing things. It taught me about how to take on any sort of character to make sure I can escape a situation and, and learn on the fly. It taught you how to be, it taught you all sorts of things about just being unconventional in your approach to life. So Reboot, I give you nothing but stars here. Come for my number two. Huh, that's it, that's it, that's, you know what? The reason I hate your number two pick is because it was, <laughs> is because it was my number one pick. And how dare you steal my thunder before I get there? If I was where you were, I'd be choking you. But anyway, I would say I had a bit of a different experience with Reboot than you did. I enjoyed it too, but whereas it taught you prioritization, it taught, taught you how to deal with things, how to shift the situations, all it taught me was anxiety. It didn't matter what was happening or how good things were going. I knew that at any time a game could drop and ruin that whole mainframe. So I was rife with anxiety for that entire portion of the 90s, just so you know. Bro, Still a good you know show, crush. Do you see what would happen to a sector of mainframe if they lost? If they nothing, lost, they would lose they would, an entire several city blocks would just be obliterated. That's All your it. friends, nullified. They're now little slugs. Slugs, yeah. Can't do it. Couldn't do it. It still, was so still good shivers. It was so crushing, but it, because it wasn't just the top layer of mainframe, it was the plumbing, the soil, the mm -hmm. infrastructure, the 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 actual like deep roots of the entire city is gone in the blink of an eye, only because you lost a game, because you lost a marathon race, because you <laughs> that catch at the end of the game, your your friends, your family, your home decimated. Because Mike the TV tripped over his own feet. Your friends are dead now. You know what I mean? <laughs> and my favorite part is that the show actually took on a different, like it twisted in, I guess it was season three or season four, when you got Matrix and you got Guardian Bob and you went into the web and you got this, that clearly rip off Silver Surfer. They basically took the show and 180 it and all of a sudden made it for young adults. How many shows have a second life like that? Fantastic. Yeah. Lloyd, what do you think about the show? So, um, Reboot reboot gives me mixed feelings. Yeah. Oh, here we go. So, <laughs> oh, man, we um, got to hear this. <clears throat> As, I, like, similar to, to, to Anthony, I have, I have connections to a cartoon like this in terms of choosing, like, paths and life, et cetera. And I very much, I'm a tech person. I love the idea of a show like Reboot, but it is like riddled with inaccuracies, man. <laughs> riddled. <laughs> it is like diseased with inaccuracies, honestly. Like one, mainframe? Come on. You know what mainframes are? <laughs> um, so... While I have I have love for the show, don't get me wrong, it's definitely like a top ten show for me. Mm. I think it can't be top three purely because it has to be spot on. 
You, you weren't that specific when you were a kid. You weren't watching that and being like, wait a second. <laughs> I'm going to look up mainframes real quick. This seems a little sketchy. I can see now as like a doubting adult, you look at it and you say, you know what? <laughs> Can't do this now. But like, that's every cartoon, bro. But listen, I knew enough at a young age to know that if a game was lost, your computer didn't get, just like, you know, <laughs> become, a, become a wasteland. <laughs> <laughs> the whole C drive just gone. <laughs> no, no. Megabyte got upgraded. He became Gigabyte. What's the problem? <laughs> okay, don't get me wrong. Like those things, like Megabyte, Gigabyte, those things, great. Mm. But like the, the consequences of losing losing a game. Come on, man. That was it. Was too extreme. It was too. That, <laughs> those- that said, shout out to Enzo, man. Enzo is an OG. What a Enzo's cheat. my guy, you know. <laughs> you don't have to say anything twice about Enzo. I named my son Enzo. I my son is named Enzo. I thought it was because you were half Italian, not because of reason. <laughs> we're Money losing down. our Italian demographic. I know. I'm just gonna say a we bunch of Italians just turned off. We up. never had an <laughs> Italian like, demographic. Damn it, these guys. <laughs> but yeah, so all I'll say in in summary. No, Reboot's a good show. Definitely not top three material, but top ten material. Fair. Preach. Okay. That's well, I see, respect that. Seeing as Thomas has also ruined my number one, I guess we can move on to your number one, Lloyd. What do you got in the in the one spot, dude? Um, so um, I, as um, a curious young man, um, looking for what to do with my future, came across the show, which basically defined the rest of my life. Um, I chose the career I'm in today because of the show. Um, and I made serious life choices because of the show. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I literally watched the show one day, asked, what do I need to do to become, to, to do what this guy does? And they told me what I needed to do. And then that was that. You might ask, what show is this? It's none other than Dexter's Lab. <laughs> Yo, I quit, bro. I quit. Yo, this okay, listen. At us listen. Omelette du fromage. Let me tell you, though. Listen, all I gotta say is omelette du fromage, and you know what it is. It's iconic. Also, come on, the dodgeball episode. The dodgeball <laughs> episode was what? What? Fantastic. Anyway, it's man. Explain to people what happened in in this dodgeball episode, like for people who haven't seen. So, Dexter goes to gym class, which he hates, um, and he goes on the day that they are playing dodgeball, and he is traumatized as three bullies pummel him with balls, and knowing him, um, and his intellect, he figured it happens once, it should never happen again. So the next day, he comes back equipped with a robot suit. That could fire dodgeballs at basically a thousand miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> and he completely obliterates every single person in that gym class. When I saw that, I'm like, yes, I want to build a robot so that if I ever got bullied, which I never did, unfortunately, I would have built a robot. <laughs> I wish I got bullied, but never got bullied. Got no good stories. Unfortunately, yeah, I got the if I did, gigantic. If I did, I'd have come for the next, like Dexter, Dexter did with his uh, with his inventions. <laughs> but also, also the other part of it, which was actually very infuriating but also great, was his sister Didi. Mm-hmm. 
um, it was it was a really good balance of of triumph and and loss in one show. You know, he always took took L's because of his sister, but at the same time, it was nothing but love. And then you brought in the arch nemesis Mandark. Mm-hmm. Mandark, come on, listen to the name. You listen, to- <laughs> Mandark. You know it sounds like a British rapper, bro. <laughs> right, hey, Mandark right? releasing. <laughs> Mandark has on, jumped on that heady one track, bro. <laughs> yeah, like Mandark signature laugh. I can't do it, mm-hmm. but you know, go Google it. Um, but Mandark's one weakness is the same person who's Dexter's weakness, but in a different mm. way. DD, right? It's it's just it's just a well crafted show. You know, I actually went on the Facebook um, page for the guy who created the show, and I wrote him a thank you note, telling him that you know wow. because of him, because of him, I was a success in life. <laughs> what did he say? What did he say? How did he respond? Yeah, he, he didn't. He didn't respond. <laughs> he left you on red. Damn, but I listen, think he, he didn't guy, know what to do with it. Like, what do you do with something like that? He's just like, no, but wow, listen, that, that guy, that guy is is an incredible man. He has like classics on classics. Powerful oh, yeah. Girls. Yep. Samurai uh, Jack. Samurai Jack. Oh, yeah. honorable Star mentions. Wars, Clone Wars. Yeah. What? Yeah. Gendy, Gendy, shout out to Gendy. or whatever, whatever yes, he Gendy. is. Yeah. Gendy. Yeah. Gendy's an OG, man. Shout out to Oof. Gendy. But anyway, I can't imagine I mean, what that letter was. It's like, oh, my name's Lloyd. I'm this 11 year old boy from Ghana. Uh, like, <laughs> changed my life, and now so, I'm a super okay. because of you. You know, when I wrote him that letter, though, I wrote him that note in my 20s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, All these years pass, and you're like, you know what? This is, yeah, I could yeah, probably man, do this. This is like second year after I finished my second year of engineering in the summertime. <laughs> I somehow stumbled upon his, his uh, uh, Facebook page. And I'm like, you know what? This guy's the reason why I'm suffering. But I also <laughs> know that there's a there's a good end to this. So yeah. let me shout him out. Yeah. Love that. Well, I mean, I can't, I'm not going to hate on Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> it would not be in my top three personally, but it also didn't drive me to, I guess, do engineering and, and do some like awesome stuff in my life. If that's the case, then I would have put Samurai Pizza Cats on my list because they taught me how to how to fight and eat pizza. And I was about that. I guess Ninja Turtles could have gone on my list. Ninja, too. I was just going to say. There's all that. But no, I think I think it's awesome whenever you can get a cartoon that can influence you like that, especially one that you wouldn't expect would influence you. Again, wouldn't be on my top three, but I enjoyed it. Can't hate on it. What do you think, Thomas? Uh, I'm going to take a harsher stance. Now, <laughs> Dexter's Lab is a fantastic cartoon. Uh, SpongeBob, one could argue, is a spiritual successor to Dee Dee. They just flipped the script and made the main character the irritating, lovable goofball. So I, I can see how it influenced everything to come after it. But what, what I will say of these shows, of, of this, I guess, these series, is I think Dexter's Lab might be the weakest of the bunch. I think Oof. Powerpuff Girls was a stronger show. And I think Samurai That's Jack true. was even stronger than that. So well. maybe wow. he cut his teeth on Dexter's Lab. Maybe getting it in early was worth it. But I think there are other shows in the suite blow it out of the water. When you put it like that, that's, 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 I mean, if you're comparing it to Powerpuff Girls, yeah, like Mm -hmm. Powerpuff Girls was like perfectly crafted. I can't even, it was perfectly crafted. And if we're talking about (laughs) things that it influenced, we wouldn't have Phineas and Ferb now. And Phineas and Ferb is like 
it's kind of next level Dexter. And and they actually make sure work. So like I don't know. I don't I don't know what to say. Okay, 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 okay. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. First of all, first of wait, all, first wait, of Lloyd, all. G- give me one second, give me one second. Uh, what I'm actually gonna do is mute the both of them so that they can't interrupt me when I say this. That I will stand with you, Lloyd. These two jamokes here are completely false in their accusations. I have Thank you. I have the power to mute them both and I've done so that they can so that they can witness this. I mean temporarily. Wait a minute. You can temporarily hey, mute me. <laughs> That's I can come back whenever I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I stand with Lloyd. Dexter's lab is fantastic. Okay, first of all, first of all, um, to go and say that they influenced it influenced other shows and then say those shows are better is like an oxymoron. No, I don't. I, that's not what I said. That's not what no, I no, said. No, no, I'm talking about what AP said. Okay, 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 okay. And okay. come on, Phineas and Ferb, that's what? That's an abomination. <laughs> listen, don't get me wrong. <laughs> let me, let, whoa, listen. Whoa, Phineas, if, if you want to talk, if you want to talk about Phineas and Ferb, we all know Perry the Platypus is the star of the show. It's not Phineas <laughs> or Ferb. That's right. right. But I will say that, like, you have to always give credit to the originator in these things. Um, it's not a, and so, I, I think you're right. But just sometimes the sequels build upon what was there before. And you can't and you can't assume that because they were influenced, they're going to automatically be worse. They're going to take the best concepts and flip them in a different way. Right. Is that not how it works? But also another little known thing. The universe, the Dexter's Lab universe, is actually a really vast one. Remember Dial M for Monkey? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I that's do. Dexter's. That's Dexter's creation. Now that goes into the whole superhero realm with Crunk and all of these other um, like superheroes who are all spinoffs of Avengers in a very like weak ways. But still, that was a very interesting spinoff in itself. Mm-hmm. So the world that Dexter created. Is vast and very interesting, um, mm-hmm. and I think that deserves a lot of credit. Jimmy Neutron, all of these others mm-hmm. are ripoffs. Yeah. Jimmy Neutron, was Dexter stands off. alone. Yeah, at the top yeah. Of the mountain. Jimmy, Jimmy Neutron can get in the bin, bro. I didn't <laughs> hate Jimmy, it, but like <laughs> Jimmy Neutron, if you listen to this, we don't care for you around these parts, bro. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah, nah. Stay out, stay off the west side, bro. <laughs> <laughs> stay out of with, Riverdale. With that in mind. Anthony, why don't you hit us with your number one so that the rest of us can, uh, you know, rip it apart. I would, I would love that personally, but I know you won't be able to because my number one is world-renowned. My number one is beloved by children. It's, it just came out. Oh, we already know Plus. where you're going with this. You please know go, where my number go, one is. This. Please don't hit us with all this. Just tell us what it is. What's your number one? X-Men, the animated series. The is. absolute best cartoon of all time. It ruled the Fox Kids lineup. It brought... The X-Men, the mutant universe to the forefront of, of, of kid culture. And it made you actually care about Magneto and Juggernaut and Apocalypse and Mr. Sinister. These were characters that were well-made, well-written. And if anybody's checked out, I think there's a Netflix show on it that talks about some of the backgrounds of, of the, the creators of this show. They actually weren't going for like an action-based cartoon. They ended up telling like a soap opera that just happened to have action in it. And frankly... Any show that can make me that can capture my attention the way that one did deserves to be a number one. Come for X Men the animated series. I dare you. Um, I mean, look, I don't. I'm not. 
I'm not going to speak that ill of X-Men, the animated series, because we know I loved it as well. And I watched a ton of it. I thought it was great. I, I can see why it would be your number one. It wouldn't be on the top of my list, but it definitely is iconic and something I remember to this day. And I really enjoyed the side characters, people who visited from time to time. I enjoyed learning more about Juggernaut, you know? So <laughs> I... I think it was good. I think I I think it's a decent pick. I'm not gonna tear you apart for it because I am I am enjoying it as well. What do you think, Lloyd? Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, promoted violence and it's not good. <laughs> now to be honest, I can't I can't really like, you know, I was just like grasping at straws trying to come up with a uh uh something it's tough. about it. X-Men is good, but I feel like it, it's it's a foregone conclusion. It's not something that you include in the top three because it's just... Mm, it's, it's Like you it's know it's good. Elevated. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of like thinking, oh, well, like, is water good for you? Of course it is. Now let's move on. <laughs> no, it's what, what you saying? Percent. I softballed it? All right, fine. Mummy's alive. Let's go. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't do that to yourself. Yeah, Don't do that to yourself at all. <laughs> Wait, but Mummy's yeah. Alive or Gargoyles? Which one actually is that fit? Okay. Gargoyles. There's like yeah. literally above. no contest. <laughs> but and that and that and you know what? Lloyd actually does bring up a good point. There are some picks that I just stayed away from just because it's it's like, of course. It's of course that'd be on the list. Like Ninja Turtles, of course that'd be on the list. X-Men, of course that'd be on the list. Like though these are like iconic cartoons. Transformers, of course, would be on the list, you know? Exactly. I was you never just really know a Transformers it. kid. I was a Beast Wars kid, not a Transformers kid. But it's Transformers, bro. If it's something <laughs> that turns into something else, that's a machine transformer. It's literally transforming. Yes, it's basically like all the different variations of Power Rangers, you know? Exactly. It's all yeah. Power Rangers, you know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. like so, every version of Pokemon. Every version right. of Pokemon is still Pokemon. It's still, it might have another kid in it, but it's still Pokemon. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, you did lowball it. Mm-hmm. All right, whatever. <laughs> and that's why I, head toss. I'm standing against it. Wow. So, <laughs> after all of the applause that we've been giving for all these stellar picks, we end on a whimper with the X-Men, the animated series. He gets a thumb down because he didn't try. I love it. I love it. This isn't for you clowns. This is for everyone listening out there who's like, please say X-Men. Please mention Mr. Sinister. I did Listen, that for them. I did that for that kid agree. out there. All of them agreed that it's a foregone conclusion, so it doesn't need to be <laughs> what's understood. What's understood doesn't need to be talked about. <laughs> also, if we're talking about uh, the superior villain from the X Men, the animated series, it's one hundred percent Apocalypse. If you're not picking Apocalypse, you're you're dead ass wrong. Apocalypse was a problem, but I mean, I still go with Magneto. Yeah. He was the most complex. Like I, no. I would always go Magneto over. I would go Magneto over Apocalypse. He didn't pose the biggest threat, but he was the most complex, and that's what I look for in my villains: complexity. <laughs> I like right, that Logan. Magneto showed up with like busted ribs to help out. Just <laughs> 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 like my whole, I'm like 80 years old and my whole torso has been shattered. But yeah, I'll show up and fight some Sentinels. They're, they're super <laughs> weak <laughs> against me. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think it's one, a split. Between, yeah, b- between uh, Magneto and Apocalypse. On the one hand, yes, there's the depth of Magneto. So you never know what you're gonna get. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, you know, he'll be on your side, and just because, just when you think. Oh man, he might have just you know become good. Nope, Magneto's right? the best. 
Because he'll yeah. crush a sentinel <laughs> with his left hand, and then in his right hand, just crush or cripple like Xavier's chair. Yeah, like he just doesn't care. He's like, a jerk. Yeah, they just yeah. flip it. You're like, come on. Yo. Yeah, he doesn't want to kill him. He just wants all to of the times him. that Magneto has flipped Professor X's chair. Every time, I'm like, come on, bro. Like that's. <laughs> and then they always and you and they uh, the amount of times they had to animate Charles Xavier crawling back to his chair, yeah. doing, doing the floor. <laughs> so cool, bro. But I will yeah. say, like, just to wrap things up, I will say there are a couple of things that I'm surprised that we didn't hear about. Like, Batman Beyond wasn't on anybody's mm, list. Which I, true. Which I think is interesting. Probably one of the best, I mean, Batman iterations that there are out there, you know? But yeah. what do you Actually, do? The, Maybe I, you just I, honestly, a lot of superhero shows went untouched. Uh, Static Shock, nobody decided to jump in on. Young Justice, nobody gave a shout out to. I Young Justice, Young Justice is, but. is very high on my list, but <laughs> it just didn't make it here. We were talking 90 specifically. I had to go for classics, man. True. Yeah. This is true. See, see for me, um, I had some honorable mentions, but none were superheroes. Like, Tell us. Yeah, uh, throw John, one or two out there. All right. Um, honorable mention number one, Johnny Bravo. Fire. Fire pick. Picture of Perseverance. That guy cannot, cannot take – he takes L's better than anyone. And that was almost my number three, but I felt like, you know, <laughs> there was something about Captain Planet and its whole thing that I had to, uh, it went out, but Johnny Bravo, man, shout out to Johnny Bravo. Um, yeah. Powerpuff Girls was my, my number five. Interesting. Uh, and, and I thought, yes, Powerpuff Girls is good. I fuck with Buttercup. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't worry, I got you. I got you on that edit button. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Um, and but like honestly, sometimes I kind of wanted more JoJo to win. You know, right? You feel bad <laughs> for us. Try so hard. Try so hard. <laughs> so that's why I didn't really go up too far. Too up too far. But yeah, sounds good, man. That's honestly, amazing, brother. This was great. Good. Thank yeah. you, Lloyd, for joining us. This was a fantastic yeah. episode. No dude. problem. Anytime, yeah. anytime. Shout out anytime. to the man, Lloyd, for coming through. Um, Lloyd, why don't you tell the people how we can find you on the socials? Um, so if you're looking for my my punny comics, is Thinking Out Lloyd. Um, if you're looking for my music, it's Art of Quasi, K-W-E-S-I. Um, if you're looking for tech education, I have a new project coming up, coming out soon called The Decode. Mm where I basically teach tech to non-technical people. You know, we live in a new age, a digital age. Does. It's good to, to learn how these things work, you know. Can't That's wait huge. to link the people to your content, Lloyd. That sounds yeah, yeah, great, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, do. Yeah. We'll I make sure we I appreciate the promo opportunity, you know. <laughs> Bro, put yourself out there, dude. We got you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Big ups you. to the man. Big ups to the man. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Brain Trust Countdown. Thanks for walking down memory lane with us. Take it easy. Have a good one. Goodbye. The Brain Trust Podcast is hosted by Alan, Anthony, and AP, three best friends with a penchant for arguing about the inane. Our theme music, production, and mixing is all handled by the very talented AP. Want to continue the argument online? Have a countdown you think we should tackle next? Hit us up at the Brain Trust Podcast on Instagram or the underscore BT Podcast on Twitter. See you next week.